Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the G&T Podcast. You're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. <laughs> we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Bolo, here's a performer. Mm, and Dr. Tom's <laughs> a psychiatrist. Hmm. And we're here to give you our professional... Professional. Professional review on RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race Season 14. So let's raise a glass. Or better yet, a bottle. And start spilling. G&T. Clang. Clang. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the only RuPaul's Drag Race podcast you should should be listening to <laughs> if you want live podcast reviews now what that means is we give our undiluted yet unsolicited opinions about rupaul's drag race fresh off the press it's real time fresh like hot cakes real time it's live time mm. we watch it we pause it mm-hmm. we broadcast and then we release it. We do, we do. So our opinions are unadulterated, unfiltered. And, and, and our opinions are our own. They are. They They're are. real. They They're are. real. We have our own minds, don't yeah. we? Yeah. yeah, we have our own thoughts. Sometimes we own. even have different thoughts. That happens sometimes. Yeah, it's not nice when it does. <laughs> because then I'm like, what are you on about, Tom? Because <laughs> if you're not agreeing with me, you're wrong. But I'm like, I respect your opinion. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> and I validate that. But I also reject it entirely. <laughs> but it's shit, your shit, your hair shit, your mum's shit, but I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to tell you it's shit because I'm releasing it to the universe. Okay? Um, I'm letting go and letting God. Well, that little fun piece of shade certainly triggered enough drama online, didn't it? Oh, I loved it. I, I loved, loved it too it. because it was fun drag queen shade. It was just like silly, untucked nonsense that made us laugh. It was beautiful. And yet, in... On, on, on the Twitter webs, there was a backlash. That had to be apologies. There was too much... Why should why Tom, should a drunk queen apologize for throwing a bit of shade and untucked? Because there's too much virtue signaling. Oh, absolutely. Signaling. Signaling. There's too much virtue signaling going on. Everyone wants to be the first person to tell someone that they're doing something that's not correct. Yeah. Just because they want to be someone to be seen to be saying completely, that. Completely. Completely. It's just, you know, it's, it's a form of people... It's a, it's a form of crying out for attention. and really oh, is. Give me it's, attention. Look at me, I'm a me. wonderful person. Exactly, but they're shit. <laughs> they're shit. Their you're drag shit. is shit. Your drag is shit. Their book is shit. shit. <laughs> Tatiana, she's shit. Tatiana, you're shit. Okay? Thank you. But lots of love to Jimbo, lots of love to Pangina. Yeah. They love each other in real life, so like, get over it, guys. Yeah. 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 Tom, we're on episode 10, and there is, uh, there's more girls in here. <laughs> We've actually and, grown in number. Yeah. They're actually multiplying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's uh, more girls than we started with. Um, if you think about it, we've had like, I think four episodes where no one's really gone home. We had the um, save, you know, the week that uh, Cornbread was injured. Mm-hmm. We had double Shantae last week that was designed to save Georges. Yes. Right? Yes. And, you know, the the first two episodes we had Queens go home, but they came back. Like, yeah. they, they barely went home, checked on their cats, you know, had time to have a quick shower, then they came back. I mean, can you imagine being the girl who was sitting home first and obviously they lock you in the hotel into the finale mm-hmm. and they're just like what the hell I have been in here for months <laughs> what, what, what so they get sequestered till the finale or are they allowed to go home I don't I, I don't, think they're allowed if, if, if they go I think they, they're allowed to go yeah I think so I think so I think there are strict rules about communication and stuff. They're not really supposed to turn their social media on or anything. No, I think that they had to stay. I think they had to stay there the whole time. Oh, I don't know about that. That sounds a bit mean. Well, how did Blue Hydrangea hear from Jimbo? It was the next morning, just before Jimbo left. I think she had a breakfast then went. Okay. Yeah. I think, you know, they treat them to a breakfast the next day and send them on their way. 
Continental not cooked. Oh. <laughs> um, who are you rooting for? Um, my heart is with Willow. Willow Pell. Um, there's a lot to love about Willow. I will say that there are a lot of girls that I like in this cast, but Willow really stands out for me. I think she's so consistent, so good, so imaginative, so funny. Her runways are kooky. Um, she seems like a lovely person, and I think she's got such a great story because she's overcome so much adversity in her life, and she just seems like a wonderful person. Absolutely. I like Angeria. I love Angeria too. I like Willow, and... Um Diabetes growing on me. Diabetes become a character, hasn't she? <laughs> like we love a villainess, and yeah. she's not even like a full blown villain. She's not being some horrible bully or anything. No, she's just like being a, a drag queen, being a drag queen. She's just being voicing a, her opinion, a drag queen, and not a children's entertainer. Exactly, which, which you have to become when you uh, sign up for Drag Race, don't you? I was looking at a Reddit thread the other day, and they were talking about how low the bar is for like offending somebody on drag race nowadays oh, and they were like these these people should go to an actual drag show and they were quoting things that they'd heard real drag queens say to their friends like in anger at a show and some of the stuff they said was absolutely horrendous but very funny and i'm not gonna quote it here but it was it just shows how tame what we see on drag race is we see a girl getting her feelings to say something like a little bit shady and mean and then they're all friends again the next day. It's just not a big deal. Here's a hint. Don't talk about my weight. <laughs> I mean, Alexis Michelle, girl. Don't talk about my size. Girl. But Alexis, girl. and then RuPaul's like, so it's okay for you to talk about other people's teeth, but I mean, don't talk about your size. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready for Injury and Willow. Uh, I think Injury and Willow are definitely in the top two. Now, there is, there is for me, for me. For you. Um, a Bosco's become a, a favorite for everyone. Mm-hmm. There's something about Bosco that I don't, that I'm not drawn to. And I'll tell you what it is. With. No, the, mm. and I'll tell you what it is, and it's starting to dawn on me what it is now. Mm-hmm. She is um, someone who is quite funny and witty, mm-hmm. but who knows that she's funny and witty and almost gives the joke away or is like, before she does something funny, she 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 gives off that I'm going to say something really funny a bit like now. Waka, waka, yeah, waka. it's going to yeah. come. Look, I'm going to say something really funny and jokey. And okay. an example of that is, for example, when we were doing the Shangri Las, mm-hmm. and you know she's got that line where she's like. I like his heart, bro. That just crotch. Can my sister come? She likes to watch. Mm-hmm. And it's every time she's saying that, she's like, ah, it's funny. Okay, yeah. okay. Oh, my sister, because he wants As to watch. As opposed to Willow and Dyer, yes. who are a bit more deadpan. Very yeah. deadpan. So in the beginning of that song, they're like, look over there. Can you see that, man? And mm-hmm. then, um, is it... Yeah, Dyer says... She's like, no, I can't. I forgot my glasses. (laughs) And it's it's like when you say something that's going to be funny, but you say it deadpan without the expectation of it being quite funny. For me, I find that funny. But when someone says it like... It's going to be funny. Yeah. Wait for it. Wait for it. I want to say something really funny. It mm-hmm. takes the, the joke away from me. I, I've i just speaking of the Shangri-Las, I've reappraised that song quite a lot since then. And I, I'm of a firm believer now should just been those three girls in the top because it's so good. And I think it's dawned on me because it wasn't clear to me from the episode, but I think, I think they did write their own lyrics for it. And they're so funny. His nostrils have more hair than his head. His breath smells a tuner and his eyes are red. Sounds like my kind of guy, frankly. Yeah. 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 Who is he? I, I want his number. <laughs> I, know, I, right? I, want to, I want to know who this guy is. Um, but they're, they're so, so good. 
Um, yeah, Bosco has become... So since last week, obviously, we now have two girls with two wins, Angie and Bosco, and neither of them has ever been in the bottom two. Willow and Camden have a win each and have never been in the bottom two. So these are our, like, clear front-runner girls at the moment. The the girls who are left, we've got two girls who have not won anything. Jasmine really is kind of circling the drain a little bit. Mm. But how is anybody going to send her home when she's just an amazing lip-syncer? Yeah. She's been in the bottom three times. And it survived. If there was a time for Jasmine to go home, mm-hmm. it was last weekend. It was last week when she was up against Georges. First of all, yeah. that was probably the only one that could outdance her. And mm-hmm. second of all, it was then her third time in the bottom. So, you know, all she had to do was something quite... It shouldn't have been that hard to send someone home who was on the third time in the bottom. Mm-hmm. But she won that lip sync and the say. I I used to think that Georges had the golden chocolate bar because mm-hmm. that because for me there was a clear winner last week on the lip sync between Georges and Jasmine mm-hmm. and Jasmine was a clear winner. So it would have been okay if Georges had the gold um the gold chocolate bar because then RuPaul could have just done the whole Jasmine, you've won. Georges, do you have the chocolate bar? Yeah, she does have the gold chocolate bar. She can stay. But when she gave her the double save, I was like Oh, does Georges not have the chocolate bar? Well, I think, I think Rue is still keeping that in her back pocket for Georges because Rue is so hell-bent on getting Georges in the top four, which I predict will happen by hook or by crook, um, that she was like, okay, I can justify a double save here. We'll keep the golden ticket in her back pocket because we do our snatch game next week and she's not comedy queen. <gasps> what? Well, there it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if this is her on improv, I mean, next week's going to be a bigger task. Well, she needs the golden chocolate bar for this. So well, she's double we'll, save this weekend. We'll chocolate bar the next. And then and then returning queen. And she can come back. She will. She'll be the next returning queen. <laughs> just, there's no way to get rid of her. I was just, um, just our other girls who left. Deja. Um, she's been so close to a win several times or deserving of a win and she just hasn't had one and last week was such a clear example of that I I loved Bosco's performance thought she was very very funny but Deja did a better job as a moderator and was just as funny really but she included everybody in the joke and the chemistry was so good and yeah. her runway hit the brief so well it really was Deja's week it was and my heart broke for a little bit that that happened because it's very kind of like Deja, the writing's on the wall. If you're not getting that win, my love. Yeah. My I, love. I believe that she should, Deja should have been on her second or third win by now. I, I absolutely, with all my heart, believe that PSA week, yeah. that, that PSA challenge, that She's was perfect. Deja. I also believe um, the acting challenge, the promo shooting yeah. challenge, where she was, you know, I mean, there was that, that amazing time in the mirror, the mirror moment where she's like, I was born at a really young age. Um, there, you know, I couldn't even walk for the first th- years of my life. Like, I was, used to literally wake uh, up and I had messed myself. Yeah, it was iconic. <laughs> it was amazing. Like that was her week. And last week is another. She should be on her third or second win by now. Well, let's see how she does in snatch game because she does have the chops for for doing well in snatch game. I think, but we'll get into it when we're we're in mm. the actual episode. Okay, the, just our other two girls with slightly more complex track records. Really, a Georgius with a win but two bottom twos and Dyer with a win who's been home fed the cats come back done her taxes <laughs> yeah um, you know done a paper run yeah yeah completed a few shifts at the local did a bit of light dusting <laughs> karaoke um, and now she's, and back. she's back yeah um, yeah I mean I like diabetes I'm glad she's still here but Georgia's yeah Georgia's has one win but was it really a win well I, I didn't I didn't choose her for that week I didn't I thought she looked gorgeous 
Don't she get me wrong, gorgeous, she was beautiful. But, but yeah, but she wasn't beautiful tonight. <laughs> she deserves everything, darling. She didn't deserve this. Um, yeah, no, it was just one of those, wasn't it? It was a fashion construction challenge and other girls put together more complex, intricate, and I would argue better looking outfits. Yeah. Uh, that's the quiz. Uh, let's get into the episode, but I do want to read a lovely review. A lovely review, gal. And we do promote you writing reviews for us. Five star, please, everyone. <laughs> but thank you very much. It was a lovely five star review from Love from Canada. Love this podcast. Just discovered recently. Now going back and listening to old episodes. Keep up the great work from B Rent In from Canada. Well, we've definitely Brent. Maybe Brent. Brent has definitely Brent. sent us a little message on the Insta as well. Uh? So thank you very much, Brent. Um, just to kind of like double down on the review, be uh, but also said that particularly Brent likes our um, Ariana Grande. Can you do it for us, Bella? <laughs> go on, go on, Ariana Grande. Oh god, it's so, it's so the plastic aw- tiara. It's so awkward, but it's so <laughs> iconic. Like every time I think about that episode, I just cringe. <laughs> like where did that decision come from, Ariana Grande? It's so funny. It's just like it's so awkward. I know, I know. It's so awkward. It's just oh god. <laughs> Ariana Grande. <laughs> it's just like where did it come uh, from? But thank you so much, Brent. Thank you, a Canadian listener there. So internationally renowned as we are. Thank you so much for the album. So for lovely. Thank you very much, Brent. And for anyone else who hasn't written a review, feel free to do so. Oh yeah. Um it gives us something to talk about <laughs> on the podcast. Gives it, us you know, you know fills the dead air, frankly. Fills the air, you know, mm. we, we have nothing to say. No. Nothing. Let's get into the episode. Okay, uh, the episode started. Epo- the episode the started. The episode started. Yep. The episode has started. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get into it. So, um, I mean, the girls have come back. The double Shantae, of course, are going to be so excited about mm-hmm. what's happening. And, um, I mean, Georgia should be happier than anyone. Yeah, I mean, you you made it clear last week that you felt that Jasmine was the winner of that lip sync. I yeah. think I do agree. Both were fab, and I did actually say at the time, oh, could it be a double Shantae? But if you had to pick one winner, it probably would have been... Jasmine. Why are they not getting angry at George's? Because, like, for, for example, the girls in the season nine mm-hmm. knew that Valentina was getting favoritism. But they didn't show it until the reunion. Maybe, well, they, maybe, they, maybe they just don't think I it's mean, a cute Aja, look. I mean, Aja, let it be known. You're yeah, perfect. you're right, you're actually. You look like just Legend a icon and star, yeah. Aja. She, she let it be known, but it, it, there was favoritism to you know, Valentina. And I, I think maybe there were, that was made known that just wasn't shown. You know, Aja's in the house of Beja now, yeah? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah I see it. I, I mean, see she, her walking. She's up there as an amazing icon who can read just like Crystal. Well, yeah, that is, that is, mm. that is a moment that she can claim and have. Oh, definitely. I mean, yeah. Aja, mm, yeah. And her crystal of beige was so underrated in All-Star 3 as well, by the way. Were there, were there any other queens who knew were being favoured and they let it be known? Well, just in a second, obviously, we'll say like Diabetti did express that she felt a bit pressed and she didn't think it was that good. It reminded me a bit of Aquaria uh, after the double Shantae in season 10. And she was like, I'm actually quite mad that somebody's not gone home. <laughs> Somebody should have gone home. Was it a double Shantae with um, Cameron and Eureka? And Aquaria was just like, well, some should have go, gone home. I think, you know, I want to be one step nearer to the finale. Yeah. 
I'm over this. Yeah. I need to go home. I got shit to do. Yeah, Give me my crown. Like, God, I just need to win already. Yeah. Um, why are you guys even here still? Why are you delaying the inevitable? We all, we all know what's going to happen. <laughs> I'm Aquaria. <laughs> I'm going to win. This is the dawning of the age of Aquaria. Thank you. I mean, I'd be pressed if I knew someone was getting special treatment, which, let's be, let's, I mean, it's known. I mean, Bosco said it last week. Maybe she's born with it, or maybe she's born for it. Definitely. Well, it's. I th- I just think most queens are self-aware enough not to let that play on camera. Or it might be a production thing where they don't show a lot of it because it's not. A, it doesn't actually make Georges look that good to have it called out on camera mm. very much. Unless they're going to turn it into a bit of an underdog bully edit. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I mean, I'm just saying that I would feel a bit like, girl, you are just... What just why bother coming in? Just just come in three weeks to the finale. Just 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 turn up to the finale. We all know you're gonna be there. Don't don't waste our time. Deja Sky, I mean, we said it before, but it's just kind of been brought to light here in the beginning of this episode that mm. she is it it is dawning on her that the writing's on the wall. I feel sad for Deja in this this moment. It it tugged at my heartstrings a lot to see her cry about this. Um that sense of inevitability that, you know, she's giving a role, but it just doesn't seem to be enough. So let's let's see what happens this episode for Deja. But, you know, uh, this does make me feel sad for her. Mm. She's certainly very insightful. There was a, a, a mini challenge that was, I mean, mini challenges barely worth talking about these days. It's just a bunch of silliness. Can I just say as well, though, before that, you know, Rue's little message, um, it, it was... And maybe it's because I know that it's a Snatch Game episode, but the girls seemed really confused about it. But it was just a list of previous Snatch Game winners, right? She she mentioned Cher, Oops did it again, Precious. Yeah? And is this camera on? I guess that was Got Mix Paris Hilton, wasn't it? Are we recording? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. Mm. I'm trying to think of how she did Oh, that was so clever, actually, how Got Mick did that. It was Got so Mick good. was like, hey, Rue, just let me know when the cameras will kind of will yeah, kill yeah, this yeah. shit. She goes, we've started. Ah, I'm going to sound embarrassing. I mean, that was just, her Paris Hilton was amazing. Yeah. Look, we know it's a snatch game, and I'll ask you a quick question, okay? Mm-hmm. In your opinion, mm-hmm. which season has the least best snatch game? Which Ooh. season had the worst? I, I can ask you for the best, but I always ask you the best. I want you to know which season as a whole had the worst snatch game. Thinking of, like, the main American yeah, season. Yeah. Off the top of my head, I kind of want to say season 11. I'm it, with you. It wasn't um, very impressive. I'm with you a million percent. Because the winner was Silky, and while Silky was entertaining, Silky. I don't think of her as top tier snatch game. She was herself as T.S. Madison, and that was a smart choice because it was a good way of channeling Silky exactly. energy. And it really does show you that if that was the best of the bunch compared mm-hmm. to the other winners, I mean, put her, put her next to Jinx Monsoon's Little Lady, put her next to Got Mix Paris Hilton, put her next to Bob. Cher. Put it next to Bob, the drag queens. Bianca, Ben de la Creme, Alaska. Yes, exactly. Even girls who didn't win. Bianca didn't win. Alaska didn't win her first time round. But they were... The, yeah, so I, I think season 11 was quite a, quite a disappointing snatch game. And then, I mean, let's not forget <clears throat> like the, the, the awkwardness of everyone else. The Celine Dion. Poutine! Um... What, what about um Miss Vanjie's Cash Me Outside? How I thought she was going to beat up one of the judges. But then she you also know? lost her accent halfway she through. She forgot accent. about the character. <laughs> <laughs> and if you think of the top three from that one, it was uh, Nina, who was also good. I would say Nina was good. Um, and 
I think Sugar was in top three, and Sugar was really, really fun. But like again, I don't put them in the pantheon of like no. really, really good snatch I mean, game competitors. Oh my god, Evie's. Evie was so disappointing for a girl Evie's, who I thought would be funnier in that scenario. Evie's whoopee was not gold. And, <laughs> well done, well it done. It was not. It was bad. That her. Oh gosh, Brooklyn Poutine. Um. A lot of disappointments. I, I can't even remember what Akira did. Akira, uh, neither. I don't. It was it was blah. That, that, that was a very bad season. Yeah. Another season that I almost want to put up there would be three or four. Let me think. Three. Um, Stacey Lane won as um, Monique. And Raja was kind of a runner-up as Tyra. Yeah, I still think the early seasons get a bit of a pass because they were feeling out what you're supposed to do in Snatch Game. Season two definitely get to pass. Um, oh, yes. But I mean, just to be fair, Tatiana and Pandora were really, really good mm-hmm. and actually do rank quite high in Snatch Game performances, even though they didn't really know what they were supposed to be doing. Pandora did. Yeah, but I mean, nobody told, like it was, I think a lot of girls went into that thinking, oh, I need to impersonate a celebrity. But Pandora and Tatiana were like, well, we need to be funny as well. Season three, Stacey Lane killed it, but I don't, I didn't like the Tyra Banks. It was just, eh. Sounds like you're on Team Shanji. It, it was, yeah. Shanji, what Tina about, Turner um, was a bit rough as what about, well. bam, Alexis Mateos. Oh, she was really good. I loved uh, her actually. lesbian Alicia Keys. <laughs> and she was flirting all- with Amber Heard. And she's like... Amber, I am warm for your form. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was all good. I mean, season four's romper room fuckery, which it was. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I mean, Chad won that. I mean, hands down. Oh, masterclass. Yeah, because she just loved Cher so much. It was such an affectionate homage. Love for the character, I think, is so important in Snatch Game. Sharon Needles was, was amazing as She uh, was very Michelle. good as Michelle, Michelle Visage. But then yeah. everyone else, I mean, Fifi O'Hara's Lady Gaga. Give it 12, give it 12, give it 12. <laughs> and no, let's not forget. Snooky, swish, swish. swish, swish. What about, oh, they're my backup dancers. <laughs> Who was that? Um, that was Ken, Kenya Michaels. Kenya Michaels? Yeah. Her um, her Beyonce. She, she her narcoleptic <laughs> Beyonce. She told Ruth at the beginning, it's like, it's going to be Beyonce, but she's on medication and she has involuntary movements. <laughs> and like, Rue was like, okay, maybe it'll work. I don't know. <laughs> Latrice Royale's Aretha Franklin, which was, I mean, I've, I've said it before about Latrice. It's kind of all food jokes, La- isn't it? Latrice is a lovely, beloved uh, drag queen. But she is not a improv actress. But it's so interesting. She inter- is not yeah. a um, an actress in that in that sense. But it's so me. interesting to me because her off the cuff confessionals and her workroom banter were top notch. But, but she couldn't translate it. I know it is a different yeah, thing. It's a different thing. She couldn't translate it though. Season five was a great snatch game. Uh, Little Edie, uh, Lady Bunny. Um, season seven is a great snatch game because even Pearl, who wasn't in the top three, was very good. Season seven. Who won season seven? Uh, it was a joint win, Kennedy and Ginger. Ah, yeah, that was so good. Shut up. Yeah, Katya was great. Um, Pearl was great, um, and didn't even make it into the top three because there were too many good performances. That big Ange does live on in my memory. Yeah, yeah. We've had some good ones. We've had some good ones. We've had some bad ones. A great one though is All Stars Two. Really high ranking snatch game. Oh yes, that's the one with. Um, Come here and fuck me in the air sometime. <laughs> I mean, that, that is Snatch Game Masterclass material. Yeah. Um, Alaska is uh, Mae West. Um, Katia was fantastic as Bjork. Um, 
I mean, even Alessa's off the wall, um, Alessa Edwards as Faye Dunaway, as um, Joan Crawford was amazing. <laughs> Who would you do for Snatch Game today? I, it's going to change everyone. If you're listening to our podcast, it changes my character every changes every time we do a podcast. You came up with a good one today, though. Yeah. Yeah, when yeah. we were talking about it earlier. I would. I got three. I still would do Valerie Cherish. Oh, so I would still do Valerie mm. Cherish from the comeback. If you haven't seen that, you must. It's a, Jane, Jane, Jim, can't use this. <laughs> Jim, can, I need to know I'm being heard. I need to know I'm being heard. Am I being? Mm. Well, I got it. I got it. <laughs> um, I'll also. I would do. I would also do Phoebe from Friends. You would basically do Lisa Kudrow and flip between Valerie and Phoebe. I would probably have be, two different wigs and do that. I would be Phoebe from mm. Friends. Who do you think you are, Adam Lemon, the first black man to slide full <laughs> solo across the Atlantic? Oh my God! I just pulled a George since oh started. God, I'm sorry about that, listener. <laughs> but if you got, my my other one now would be um, Bella from Twilight. Be very very good. This would be. <laughs> I would enjoy this. I mean, yeah. <laughs> now this is all in the gestures and facial yeah, expressions guys and if you could see, see Bella now you would be seeing <laughs> Kristen Stewart as Bella Thorne done to a T very very good bravo bravo <laughs> I think I would do Julia Davis but as Jill Terrell from Nighty Night oh yes I think I would I would slip quite easily into that because I do it all the time anyway yeah yeah. Give me some. What did you eat for breakfast? I'd rather a meaty buffet, actually, Paolo. <laughs> I had a selection of tongue. Over here we have ox. There we have horse. And over here we've got some duck. Ducky tongue go down, Paolo. <laughs> <laughs> for anyone and scene. And scene. And scene. For anyone who is going to go into drag race, please know the answer to... What, what did, did you, you have, have for breakfast? breakfast? Because RuPaul is always going to ask you on that episode during the walk around, mm-hmm. what did you have for breakfast? And it still stuns me to this day when the queens have no answer for that. Yeah. It's like, I, I mean, I mean, come on. So Absolutely. Completely. The girls. Now, Willow Pill's doing Drew Barrymore. Yep. Now, I've seen her done on SNL. Um, and obviously, she does have lots of quirks. And she got like the, the cute little lithby way of talking. And yeah. That kind of thing. So I, th- I do think there's a character to inhabit there. And I can see Willow doing... I, I have high hopes for Willow this episode because she's already proven herself time and time again to be not, not only a great, like, scripted comic actress, but also a good writer mm. and an improv um, performer. Yes. Just all round great. I'm an anarchist who think all men should be punished for their <laughs> crimes against humanity. But at the same time, I find them very attractive. <laughs> <laughs> Bosco's doing Gwyneth Paltrow. I think this is a very clever idea because she's doing the whole goop thing, right? Yep. That's what it's called, isn't it? Her website, goop. Um, and the absurdity. And I like how she describes her as a snake oil saleswoman. It's very, very... There's a funny concept that I think Bosco, who has already proven herself to be very, very funny time and time again, can really run with. Georges is doing Alana Glazer. Who was, you know, in the club. <laughs> yes. We are fans. Because I was like, I don't really know Broad City, but then you reminded me we actually watch quite a lot of clips on YouTube. In the club. We are fam. What? In the club, we are all family. <laughs> are you racist? <laughs> it's 2016. <laughs> um, Diabetes doing Ozzy Osbourne. 
Now you you're saying something that that's going to be hard to do a Brummy accent. I just think um, Ozzy Osbourne because he's from Birmingham. Obviously, he's very popular in the US because they had the whole Osbourne's reality sh- show, and everybody knows the family very well. Ozzy's a very distinct character with a lot of really distinct mannerisms and quotes. Um, the thing that I think, okay, this is me probably being uh, a bit narrow-minded here. Um, I think American people sometimes struggle to do regional British accents. Because there are so, to my British ears, there are so many distinct regional British accents. And Aussie's from the Birmingham area, he's from the Midlands. So it's quite a distinct accent. Uh, I'm not necessarily going to attempt right now, um, but I'll see how. No, she no, no. Up. Give us some Brummie. Um, Uroit Bab. That's how you say hello in Birmingham. Uroit Bab. Uroit Bab. Uroit. Yeah, there you go, you see. No, no, what? Uruit Bab. Yeah, mm. yeah, I said that. Thank yeah. you. You'll be, and you know when bag of chips always goes, you're being very, very harsh. Yeah. That's from a Brummie lady off the X Factory who got rejected. Okay. Um, yeah. And Jerry is doing the famous, the the one and only Tammy <sighs> Brown makes your head spin round and round. <laughs> so quotable. So amazing. What, a true drag race icon. And again... She says it herself, basically. People who've gotten into Drag Race over the past few years may not be aware of Tammy Brown. I, you are not a true Drag Race fan if you do not know the Tammy Brown. If you do not understand the references, I don't see you walking children in nature and come on, Tully Tubby, teleport us to Mars. Or, ah, ah. <laughs> I'm acting. Uh, or... Actually, Michelle was up there acting the Grand Dame, and she was very trite, actually. <laughs> if I wanted to read you, I could... Uh, no, if I want to read you, I could read you for that line on your neck. <laughs> Naming no names. If you want to see someone make Michelle uncomfortable, yeah. you need to see Tammy Brown. Tammy, Bra- Tammy Brown read her. Oh, actually, absolutely. Actually, I do know that fair to reference because I actually got a, a, a something in... I, I've, I've got a... Like, she said she's got like a master's in, in, yeah, in fashion, fashion history. Has- yeah, yes. actually, they did wear these kind of tights in the 60s, Michelle. I actually do have my MA in fashion history. <laughs> goes, oh, I'm getting read. No, I'm not reading. If I wanted to read you, I read you with that line on your neck. <laughs> Girl, she did not. She just doubled down. She doubled down on that massage. She was just like, just don't go. Just do not come for Tammy Brown. Tammy Brown is fearless. She will read a judge back. She's a high concept character who I don't actually think is a high concept character. I think it's always Tammy. I think that's just her. That's just Tammy. Did I tell you about that time I I found a dead (laughs) body? (laughs) (laughs) I was walking along and I thought I'd found a mannequin and I thought about all the ways I could dress it up. (laughs) And it turned out it was a dead body. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. She's just fantastic. Oh, True God. icon. So, um, th- interestingly, though, I thought there was a block on doing Drag Race Girls for the past few seasons, but maybe they're just really excited to see Angeria do Tammy's so they've lifted it. I think Tammy's a character. That, I think Tammy is a celebrity. You could argue that she's yeah. something in her own right. We've got Jasmine Kennedy doing Betty DeVos. If no one knows who that is, it was um, Scarlett Emery's character in the musical Trump the Rusical in right. season 11. Yeah, so she's part of the Trump administration and she was like Secretary for Education, wasn't she? Yeah. Um, who's widely panned as far as I can tell and didn't really know what she was talking about. They just guys being um little John. Yeah yeah <laughs> like how you leaned away from the microphone when you said that so they don't want to hurt that. everyone's ears. <laughs> and they were Lil Camden doing William Lil Shakes- Camden Shakespeare. You should call her Lil Camden. Lil Camden <laughs> 
Lady Camden. Oh, Lil Cam- <laughs> Yo, it's Lil Camden. Yo, Lil Camden. Lil Camden in yeah, the house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Lady Camden is doing um, William Shakespeare. So that's an interesting concept. And again, Rue says this is a really good idea because you've got a carte blanche, basically, because we don't know how William Shakespeare acts. Yeah. And she says her backup choice was Joanna Lumley, but it sounded like she would have done her as Patsy from Out yeah. Fab. Um, and Rue gave the idea of combining the two, and she's like, great, note taken. So I'm actually quite excited to see how that turns out. Mm. She obviously do her as a kind of like stolly-bolly, swilling, chain-smoking, mm. you know, William Shakespeare, sweet darling, wearing the croix, croix, darling. Yes, that'll be really good, actually. More uh, that's it. Shall we have a look and see how the girls do it? And we are watching the Snatch Game, but we thought I thought we'd mix it up, Tom. I'm sorry. This is what you love to do. You just yeah, change the... Like, keep me on my toes. Yeah. So, I never know what to expect with you. We're watching it now, but we've only just seen everyone's intros. And what that means is, you know, RuPaul's asking him. He's introducing each and every queen. Mm-hmm. So we've just seen him introduce the queens one by one on the panel. And I thought we'd pause here... Um, and just talk about vibe check. Yeah, let, yeah. Let's, let's 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 feel it out. What do we think about their answers and their vibe? So mm-hmm. the first one was um, let's go with Lady Camden's William Shakespeare. What did you get from her intro? I thought it was a really really funny intro. I thought she'd well. Um, I was interested by the presentation she put together because she's clearly presenting William Shakespeare as a woman. There was a rumor that he was a woman, isn't there? No. Yes. No. Yes. I've never heard it. Check the history books. Check your lipstick <laughs> Check before your you lipstick come for me. Okay. Um, I thought this was a good funny start for Camden. I thought this was really positive. Yeah, I thought it was meh for me. Okay. But RuPaul for was looking you. for it. So mm-hmm. I think I think from what I'm feeling, Lady Camden's going to do well. Mm-hmm. Um, just from what I'm feeling. But I, I didn't think that it was funny. Um, next up, we've got Willow. Jasmine. Willow next? Yeah. Okay, Willow. You're going with whatever order. Yeah. Okay. Willow, um, obviously, I've got really high hopes for Willow. And um, she stumbled a little bit, but I felt like Rue wasn't really playing ball with her. Did you get that vibe? And that she had to really kind of like think on her toes and try and adapt? No. No? Yes and no. Um, I thought I thought that Willapool did really good. Mm-hmm. I, I think she kind of got stumbled up a little from the... I, forgot, I think you forgot that we did a whole season or something. But, but I think then she adapted to that. I felt like Ruth threw her a bit of a curveball, though. Maybe. Yeah. But um, I thought was, her start was good and she had more obstacles than some of the other girls to work with. Like, not such a, like, bravo kind of positive response as she gave some of the other girls. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought, yeah. It, it was mixed for me. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know where this is going to go. It sounds like she's not going to do well from that first dance. They were very, very keen to give us that impression. Yeah. Uh, Bosco's Gwyneth Paltrow. I thought she was good. I think she was inhabiting the character. Um, I think she did really well to begin with. And then the final joke didn't quite pay off with the what the candle smells of. They didn't laugh at that. Uh, before that, I thought she was funny. The the whole kind of like, droop, because that's what we can say on TV, not the other thing. Has she done something very similar in terms of answering it like this? Bosco? Yeah. Uh, maybe, actually, now that you say that. Like branded items. Yeah, you might be right, actually. And, and you can't, you, but, uh, we can't, yeah, something, something that... What I'm saying, again, is she's playing to the comedy and not mm. letting comedy speak on its own. Okay. Okay, girl. That That's just something that I've I've picked. That, that's why there's something about Bosco that, for me, is just like, these are 101 things. These are things that also, for me, I don't, I don't see as... Uh, 
true comedy. Okay, okay. I think Bosco's smart enough to come back from this, though. But yeah, there's something about the candle and the scent that it just didn't. She could have said something a bit well. funnier. Raven's answer was funnier. Yeah, then it, it would have been a callback to something yeah, else. Yeah, some, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, there someone else had just said. Oh my okay. god, Raven looks stunning, by the way. She always does. When yeah. is she not? Oh my god, Georges. She's, she's hurting my eyes. Georges is Alana Glazer. Georges was was good. I think she inhabited the character and gave a funny response. Rue was living. Rue gave like the most unanimously positive response that she could. For, for what? Is what I'm thinking. I mean, you know, she. It was. I can't even remember exactly what Georgia said, but I, I saw that she was like confident and in character and like fine, fine. I think Georgia is really f- highly favoured, and you know, what? good on her, good on her for her, yeah. good on her for that. Ride that tailwind, Georgia. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Diabetes, Ozzy Osbourne. This was very good. I yes. thought Diabetes was one of the strongest starts because she was in character. She got the whole biting the head off the bat. Thing. I don't know why they were saying pigeon because it was a bat. Is that like a? Are they not allowed to say biting the head off a bat? Mm. He famously, allegedly, bit the head off a bat on stage. Apparently, the bat was fine and it was all a stunt. Um, but I don't know. Ozzy took an awful lot of drugs. <laughs> it could have been a, he could have bitten the head off a bat. Um, so I thought this was good. It was funny. There was banter. Like, she had a joke that she built on. It was all good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you on that one. I think that diabetes is going to do well. I think so. It's a strong start for Dyer. And Jerry is Tammy Brown. Now, I liked the physical mannerisms. The voice is really off for me. Yeah. And actually quite hard to understand at times, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I think Angie is finding it hard to shed her, her southern accent. She's from Atlanta, isn't she, Angie? Yeah. Uh, and I think she's ha- finding it hard to shed that and give us Tammy. Who Tammy's like, I mean, I know she works in California, but I've got a feeling she's from like further south. I know she's got like a real affinity for, for Latin culture. I don't know if she is of Latin heritage, Latina. But anyway, the accent wasn't quite working for me. Um, but her mannerisms made me smile. I smiled. I like. I liked it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I um. I don't know, actually, how I feel about the Tammy Brown. I want to see how this pans out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that she's given everything Tammy Brown straight away. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what else she's got to give. She's doing the head around and around. She's doing <laughs> yeah. the whole thumb. She's the doing thumbs, the whole, yeah. the whole the body shape. She's doing the whole, yeah. oh, the little tongue. I'm like, okay, cool. You know what? You've got a whole game show here to mm-hmm. do for you to show the mannerisms and have it progress. I will say as well, this, um, unless I'm really missing something, the look doesn't read... Tammy, besides the wig. Yeah, besides the wig. Yeah, I would have gone for something more kind of um, old Hollywood inspired. Something simpler. Yeah. That's more aesthetic. She often draws on like um, Bette Davis and that kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Jasmine Kennedy's Betsy DeVos. This didn't go anywhere for me. I I I couldn't sense a joke in her answer and she waffled, which is what Jasmine does. Yeah. She talks too much without making me laugh. It was just very flazada for me. It was so flazada. So, and they just guys, little John. This is good. She's really inhabiting the character. She got a few laughs with it. Yeah, yeah. 
That's that's Thorgy Thor, okay. by the way. Yeah, 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 No, that's Thorgy. It's yeah. There we go. Yeah, yeah, you're doing it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So far, so good. Strong start for Deja there. Then the ones with the strongest starts are probably Dyer and Deja. From what Double I'm getting D. from just the intros, the ones who are going to be doing well is Diabetes, Lil Camden. Deja Sky. <laughs> she just Lil Camden officially. Sorry. <laughs> because Lil John's there. So I'm just thinking like a lady. Sorry. The ones no, we're going to do. Let's do that for the rest of the season. Yeah, She's now Camden. Lil Camden, okay? Yeah, Lil Camden, <laughs> Deja Sky, and Diabetes for me are going to do well. Yeah. And it looks like the bottoms are going to be Jasmine Kennedy, Willow Pill, and um, Gwyneth Paltrow, Bosco. That's just hmm. what we're getting. We haven't seen the rest of this match game. We've just seen the intros. So let's let's go back to it and then we'll see. Yeah. We've just seen the snatch game. Allegedly. And season 11 <laughs> has competition for the worst snatch game season in, in history. It's interesting because they're actually commenting on it within the snatch game, uh, which we've never seen before. And I don't think it's a leading edit. Like, I don't think I laughed. I Tom, this, was, this wasn't funny. The person who made me laugh, what I'm going to say it, one person made me laugh and it was Deja. I didn't laugh, period. Deja gave me a couple of chuckles um, and it was mostly by going, yeah, yeah. Why is <laughs> Sorry that funny? Sorry for guys. Um, I guess because it's like, kind of like bombastic and kind of funny, but... She did have some jokes now. Like I, I grew up in the era of Lil John. Um, like it, it got annoying because everyone in school okay. was always doing so that. Yeah, yeah, and then like the class clown would always say it in class. I pissed the teacher off. I think Deja. Like, well, let's talk about Deja, and we'll talk about them each. Yeah, like. At least she had the funny joke about the grill, like, oh, there's cheap bears motherfucking grill. And, like, the she got everybody up and dancing and, like, at least made an attempt to, like, change the energy a bit. Deja is the Silky Minaj of season 11. Silky Deja, Minaj. Deja is only Who's looking Silky good. Silky Nutmeg Minaj. You said Minaj. Well, that's my nickname for her, Tom. <laughs> Rewind the tape. That's what I've always done. I think just by default, she looked good the same way Silky looked good in season 11 because everyone was so bad. Lil yeah. John looks good because there was just no stand. This is a, it was like, you know. We've got so many funny girls here as well. This is so strange. I don't know what's Let's happened. Go, one by one. Did they not caffeinate at them enough today or something? Lil, Lil, Lil first of all, Lil Camden. Let's go with her. Her William Shakespeare. I don't think Lil Camden was the worst. No, she wasn't the worst. No. Um, but there, there was no funny. I think she like made these little flourishes and like these quite good. Like the puck joke was quite funny, but didn't really get much of a response. I don't know if it was too sophisticated, you know. Something about puck, and then it was like a fairy tale, and it's like, yeah, that's a joke. Oh, that was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. I think Camden at least had more jokes than the others, and should be she was, spared the bottom. She was prepared. Yeah, a bit more. Now next year we got Betty DeVos. What I mean, I don't. Jasmine had no joke. I've written here. Um, no joke. No joke. No joke. And that's all I've written. Where are the jokes? Jasmine's in the bottom again this week. I think they all should be. I mean... But Jasmine more than most. Like, Jasmine, there was nothing. Tammy Brown? That just... That went nowhere. <sighs> that was so disappointing because I had such high hopes. And again, like, we even commented on it by the end. Like, the accent was just really overpoweringly not Tammy Brown. It was the same thing. 
It's like she knew three things about Tammy Brown. Spinning head round and round. Spinning head round and round. She does this whole thingy with her thumbs. And she did and, get walking children in nature there once. Exactly. And she just kind of played off that and was just doing like there's little there's little physical things but there was no funny the look no is very Tammy Brown out. working in an office as well isn't it Tammy Brown would never be in an office but I mean Tammy she, Brown she could she's be. an alien <laughs> she is when she said teleporter to Mars she was saying take me home that's why she's going to be the hostess of Drag Race Mars she was like take me home I need to go home <laughs> but teleport me to Mars please she was, she was asking her I need to ride home I, I know I've said it a few times yeah but like the response to teleport me to Mars yeah, is so, so good because I've always heard about Manila Lazon, amazing drag queen, but her quirkiness is a little bit affected in a way that Tammy's isn't because Tammy is quirky to her core. And Manila's response to teleport me to Mars is, what? And it's like, it was just like Manila was confounded by this true quirky being. Whereas Alexis um, Mateo and Chad Michaels are sitting on either side of it and absolutely pissing themselves with laughter. <laughs> That's what a true kooky queen exactly. is. Someone who's not putting it on. Yeah, Tammy yeah, Brown. Yeah. I mean, Georgia's was just... Who was just Georgia's, I feel. Even Rue's fate. Rue, at one point, just decided, I'm sorry, Georgia, I can't help you anymore. You're just on your own. I already saved you from my lipstick. What more yeah. do you want from me? You've got a chocolate bar. Why did you turn up today? Yeah. Yeah. There's the pudenda joke and there's a lot of stuff about weed and stuff. And I think she attempted some characterization, but it didn't no, there was, really fly. I'm going to give her some credit and saying, I don't know Ilana that well, but I didn't laugh. It was, it was no, it was a no for me. Um, Drew Barrymore. Will I pose Drew Barrymore? I think physically and I the mannerisms, she, the mannerisms were, there. were there. The, the, the speech was there. I mm-hmm. just don't think that she found the funny at all i could see her working hard i think i think willow got flustered after like a really bland response to her first joke and i think she was working so so hard and i could see real attempts at jokes that just didn't seem to be landing and i really i mean i feel for all these girls in this situation because it's embarrassing for them but particularly willow because there were high expectations i mean Lil john was just doing that yeah yeah there were other jokes in there there were it was more than that like, I think in other Snatch games, this would be safe to high. And she was easily the best thing on our screens today. Um, I mean, yeah, Deja Sky was good. Deja's she was, won. Deja's absolutely won the she, Snatch game. She could... Could you her, imagine her not Her runway won't season? matter. She could, could walk you, could out you, in, in a oh. diaper, smiling. Could you imagine if she didn't win the episode? Oh, this would be... This, like, this could you would, imagine that? She should walk off set if that happens. Yeah. Yeah. And we would all be with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, justice for Deja. <laughs> Absolutely. No, Deja wasn't bad. Deja, Deja knew the character, Deja played the character, and Deja was Lil John. So props to her for that. You found some of the things funny. I, I'm more I'm more um, giving her praise for her commitment to the character. Yeah. And the character in the Snatch game, which I appreciated, was good. It was she, very good. She tried more interaction with yeah, the girls exactly. as well. She was good. She was up the nuts. She was doing the energy. She kept that Lord John um bde really because that, that's <laughs> that's what he's known for i think he's got um he, like, he's got literal big dick energy when oh you God. think of little john that's what he has and i think that i don't really want to get exactly, into that that's vulgar sorry big drag energy okay B-D-E, <laughs> big drag energy um 
Now let's go to Bosco's Gwyneth Paltrow. I just felt like it kind of got lost. I felt exactly the same about Bosco as I did with Willow. I was just kind of like a bit disappointed because I could see a really clever, funny queen who had a really good concept and who was working hard, just floundering a bit and the joke's not landing. She even brought props. Come, butcher. I mean, that is kind of funny. Uh, it <laughs> made was... me feel a bit sick, but it, <laughs> like, I was like, Ugh. yeah, especially when she poured it into the pimp cup. Um, uh... It looks a bit like Bailey's, though, so you know, <laughs> like, I feel for Bosco because, again, like Willow, there are high expectations, and this just wasn't it. I'm afraid. I liked Ozzy Osbourne's character. So I there liked we go. The physicality of Ozzy Osbourne. Um, it's just that I don't think there was many funny things, but I thought the the first his intro was good. Mm-hmm. I think that I, ca- I can't read, so I'm not copying. Was good, but yeah. there was we didn't really get much. Overall, it was short, and there was very just short. The elect elect funny. If elect the, funny. This it was the, bland. This was the best edit they could put together. It seems, and it was short. Yeah. Um. I if there are like if I'm going to save three girls from the bottom, it's going to be Deja, who I think should win. Probably Camden and Dia. Those are the three that I would save. The others, like, I'm sorry, girls. I'm sorry. We'll see what happens. Girls, I love you all, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, this was not, it was not a good day for Charlie. I wonder if we're going to have a RuPaul having a bit of a hissy fit on stage. RuPaul should, should also do what she did in season 11 and make them all lip sync. <laughs> you think she should make is it that them, bad she should make them all lip what sync. episode was that again Were it they? was quite it was, it was, oh, the, it um, was the mariah that one's for you brent yeah um, you're welcome brent thank you. <laughs> um yeah it was that it was that episode they that's it do you think it's they, that bad i do this is a very bad snatch game they need they it should need... be the most iconic episode of the season as well. I mean, I mean, I think Angeria wasn't as bad. Like, if I had to save another queen to make her save, it would be Angeria. Because Angeria at least wasn't awkward. I want to save my baby Willow for some reason. But, like, I, I know she didn't do as well as, as I hoped. Are we going to get another Georges versus Jasmine? The same way that they did. Um, who did they make? And another double save. And another double save. Oh my god! Could you imagine? Yeah. I think that's what it might come down to. Look, let's have a look at the runway, and then we'll have a another proper discussion. Mm-hmm. Tom, what is the category this week? So the category is holy couture. So in my head, I'm thinking kind of you know Met Gala heavenly bodies. Um, just the way I guess I'm thinking about it in a really conventional sense in the way that Catholicism is referenced in so many European fashion houses from Dolce and Gabbana Gucci. to yeah Mugler Gautier especially you know done a lot of kind of uh, Catholicism inspired Dior definitely John Galliano there's loads of it running throughout um, especially like 90s and noughties uh, couture fashion so let's see what the girls turn out First up, we've got Deja Sky. So Deja comes out. I think this is a direct reference to um, Zendaya's look at the Heavenly Bodies Met Gala mm. in a look that was made by Versace because she's gone for the red hair as well. Joan of Arc inspired um, that classic Versace mesh, but embellished with armor pieces, which when I saw that, actually, I thought it was very influenced by that John Galliano for Dior um, uh, look which had the kind of again chainmail armor pieces i think i thought it was heavily reminiscent i was su- surprised that okay. like, people didn't draw more attention to that i thought that she 
it looked very and in, in a nice way it looks very humbly homemade yeah so do you know what i'm gonna say something now because it comes up all the time on the just instagram now? yeah yeah you yeah. haven't just said your piece you want no, to no, say something no. just now <laughs> no it's because it's the thing that comes up on the instagram all the time and i hate it like people people are forever leaving comments um, like basically some variation of when you buy it online versus when you get it and they think it's the funniest fucking thing in the world yeah but it's actually just not the f well word. it annoys me because i think it's so disparaging to the queens who the queens are doing the best they can on the budgets they have with like high expectations and like a lot of um you know they're just doing the best with their inspiration my instagram is not to try and discredit the queens in any way just to like try and get us to like saying oh this might be where their inspiration comes from not to not to like make a queen look bad next to like an oak couture multi-thousand dollar garment yeah so what Dyer's doing here i think is a is a creative take on that theme with um with you know the budget that she has so what you're saying, Tom, is they didn't uh, grow up eating gold and have a flying <laughs> exactly. pony. Exactly. I'm going to say, I've seen that comment so many times, you get blocked and deleted. It's the F word for me. Well, it it, it, it really, really burns my britches. Tom, it's, 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 it's like blue hydrangea. When you start being naughty, it's a bit like, oh, Tom <laughs> says the F word. <laughs> um, but what I'm saying is it, it does look humbly homemade, which I would expect queens without money because they don't have money going. In, most of them don't have money going into it. So, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do see a Joan of Arc resemblance. Definitely very Joan of Arc. Very yeah. Joan of Arc, Tom. I don't know if you know her. <laughs> I don't know if you know her. She's on Frozen. Yes. Yeah, she's on Frozen, so that's that's her claim to fame. And would have been Tatiana and the Divas of History. Challenge uh, that's right, mm. that's right. Next up, we got Jasmine Kennedy. So um, I like this a lot. I think this is very elevated for Jasmine, actually. The kind of embellishments on the gown are really, really gorgeous. And she's got this kind of like straight down the middle domino gown with the sun and the moon. The headpiece is very Gautier to me. The, the Gautier runway with all the like um, Catholic Madonnas. It's very reminiscent Absolutely. of that. Um, and then she reveals it into an Iris Van Herpen-inspired dress, which I think I think is inspired by the, um, uh, the sen- sensory... Was it Sensory Seas? Sensual Seas runway collection. Um, so it's very that. I think... I think this is great for Jasmine. To be honest, I don't think it should have been a reveal. I think there's like beauty and she could have kept back the i see why she did it because as she says it's galaxy themed hmm. i i think the dress the first dress was like really really gorgeous and would have stood in its own because she described the zodiac idea and she's a gemini and that fits the theme in that way i think i think the loudest horoscopes are scorpio and gemini <laughs> i think if someone is a gemini you know straight away because they are vi- Am I wrong? <laughs> I don't know. Like, you. Am I wrong? Your your bestie William is very into. Well, he's a Gemini. So what? There it goes. There we go. He's a Gemini. Um, but like every single drag queen, when they're a Gemini, they let you know. Raja Gemini. Um, <laughs> it was every yeah, yeah, single yeah. queen is like they. I mean, June Jumbalaya. She's like, well, I got my name because you know I'm a Gemini. I was the Gemini in me. <laughs> so uh, the loudest horoscopes are the Gemini's and Scorpio. 
you're pro- you may well be right there. You may well be right. Oh, um, that's not me. I'm sorry. I'm just a Scorpio. Or, oh, they'll do something. Oh, you know, I'm sorry. That's just how I am. I'm a Scorpio. No, you're, <laughs> you're a bitch. <laughs> yes. I love it when people use their horoscope to, yeah. to justify no, horrible behavior. You're just a bitch. Horoscope or horoscope? Horrible scope. <laughs> That's, that's it. So, um, yes. Oh, here we go. Another Gemini. <laughs> okay, here we go. Uh, so, yes, I like the look. I thought that this look was very high concept yeah. for um, Jasmine Kennedy. Something that we, you know, I, I thought it was uber elevated and I, I thought it was amazing. I think it's a really good runway week for Jasmine, actually. It and is. Her hair and makeup and the headpiece were yes, very elevated. Yes, yeah. yes, very high art. <laughs> very high art. Next up, we got Angeria on her way to church. I've seen this lady. I've seen her. She is there. She is their church gossip. She's coming to church. She's here to talk about her son, who, who you know, who's now a footballer, yeah. who's doing well, and she doesn't talk about her other son, who's a drag queen, <laughs> who's gay, who's, you know. Well, maybe she around. does. Maybe she does. Maybe well, she not at it. church. <laughs> that's, that's a different club. Uh, no, but yes, I've seen this girl at church. I love this look. I love it a lot as well. I think it fits the theme. It draws on her heritage. Um, and the the culture within she which she grew up. I think the dress itself, when you look at the beading, the lace, the embellishments and stuff, she's got this pretty pet plum. She's got the heart. It's a very put together look. She gives it a character. I like this a lot. The only thing is that it's not couture. It fits the theme of holy and glamour, but it's not couture. This is why I think people should be looking to like Heavenly Bodies Matt Gala for inspiration for this. Mm. But I do love this look. Angeria, you look stunning. You are stunning. You are everything. <laughs> you are everything you deserve, everything, darling. Uh, next up, we got Willow Pill. So Willow explained the concept behind this look in the workroom. And it's another really touching moment, which remind us, reminds us of Willow's um, struggle with her chronic illness. Um, she's a very sad and touching moment, but she spoke about how she's had, a, well, what she described really as spiritual experiences through psilocybin mushrooms. What? Who? Magic mushrooms. Psilocybin. Um, and I found that so interesting. I think it does mean that there's kind of like a layer of explanation on this look, uh, which is necessary to make it fit the category. Having said that, I think it was just another touching Willow look moment, and I just love her so much. Um, the look itself, to me, yeah, she walks out and is like, um, remember Toad from Mario? Yes. This is her now. <laughs> it was very that. But it's also a bit Lee Bowery to me. Lee Bowery did quite a lot of um, polka dot looks. But Lee Bowery, when he did polka dot, it was um, uh, a take on the AIDS crisis and Kaposi sarcoma. So again, it kind of like all fits together thematically in terms of like, um, you know, chronic disease and people struggling with disease and mushrooms and polka dots. And it's all thematically in there. She should have worn what she worn in the uh, Meet the Queens. That would have been something a bit more. The Bo Peep look. Yeah. I mm. like that. That was that was very, very cute. I, I loved, loved that, that look. look. I loved that look. I love how Willow was really living her life on stage um, with this one. Just took a little layer of explanation. Yeah. Um, with the explanation, I feel emotionally invested in the outfit, but without the explanation, I find it quite blasé This is, I mean, there's a, there's a whiff of Iris Van Herpen about this as well, in the sense that she did a, a runway uh, show based on um, fungus. <laughs> I want everyone to know that I do not know fashion. I've never met her. So what I say about these queens means nothing. <laughs> no, it means everything. It's your interpretation. <laughs> I talk from the standpoint of a commoner, a very good-looking commoner. Wow. With a great voice. Mm. Yes. 
More speaks th- four languages. Four? Yeah. Think yes, it's time four. <laughs> I speak English, I speak bitch. <laughs> I speak drag. And Samoan. And Samoan. Yeah. And Moana. Speak Moana. <laughs> um but I don't know. but this is this look is so cute that it's uh, it's 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 adorable. I mean, this is Willow. Willow is adorable yeah. with like a dark secret. Yeah. That's 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 Willow's like uh her thing. It's like, what's that Pokemon? And then when the sun comes out, it transforms. That plant one. Oh, Cherim. Ch- she's Cherim. Yeah. She's Cherim. She's like, cute, cute, cute. And then, but there's a dark Well, this is a bit like is... Parasect, isn't it? Or um, who is that uh, one from Sun and Moon who is the mushroom who's really sinister? Um, you know, the like fairy mushroom, the fairy grass type. I've forgotten his name now. Fairy what? Shinotic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Next sure up, we got Diabetes. I like this a lot. I mean, it's a clear Lady Gaga Judas video reference. I mean, when she came out with the hair and makeup, it was very, very distinctive because she had that kind of like Egyptian Dior inspired hair and makeup. And the the dress itself, I don't know who made it, but I, I, I mean, she's, she collaborates with Nicola Formichetti, doesn't she? And pro- I think probably in this era, he probably styled the video. Um, but the dress itself is very like the croix or something like that with all the crucifixes on it. Mm. I think this is a really effective look. I like the reference. I think she looks great. I think it fits the theme. But then poor Daya takes a little tumble. I want to say that season one, who, um, Missy Man? Um, Akasha. Uh, Akasha. Hmm? How Akasha fell and then did the spin mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. posed. Diabetes pulled off an Akasha here. I liked it because you didn't read it in her face. She just you made it work. You read it for a mm. millisecond when it was happening, but then she she knew what was happening, and then as she was falling, she made it into the character, and she just carried on. And I just want to say, yeah. Diabetes, that was a brilliant recovery. My first thought was like, this is a stunt. This is Diabetes. She's pulling a stunt. But then you could see in her feet that she really did stumble yeah. when they replayed it. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but no, I want to say there was a great recovery. It was almost she like a, um, as she rose, it was almost like a, a Madonna, um, like a virgin moment, the way she was working it on the ground. Sorry, I thought you were going to say Madonna when they, that clip of Madonna and um, one of the dancers pull the cape and the cape doesn't come off and it put and it drags her to the ground. I've shown you that clip many we, times, Tom. Well, if you want to talk about a performer getting injured and cracking on with the rest of her set, that's a good example. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was just saying that this is a brilliant Again, example of Madonna. Madonna would have been a really good reference for this, kind of like like a prairie era. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this is a great look from Diabetes. Next up, we have Georges. Now, the actual construction of this outfit, I think, when I look at it, when I look at the papal hat, the coat, and the kind of skirt element, I think it is a take on Rihanna's Heavenly Bodies Met Gala look, which was Galliano, who I think at that point was in with uh, Mesa Magiella, um, but it was inspired by an earlier Dior look that he did. Um, but she's gone green and she, I mean, it's kind of similar to, to, um, uh, to Willow in some respects in that she, I guess she's saying that kind of like her spiritual house and the thing that has led her to more spiritual revelations is weed. And I guess, yep, yeah, that's her take on the theme and she's gone green and she's got this big blunt and, Am I right in saying Rihanna likes weed? It's not a thing. No? No. I thought I thought in a lot of her videos she looked like she was smoking a blunt. 
I don't think so. Okay. No. Okay. Yeah. You know Rihanna better than I do. Um, so, I mean, she looks pretty. And Me I... and Rihanna are born one day apart. You were. You were, basically. One day apart. Spiritual Same siblings. year, same same month. We are basically... So, I am Rihanna. Therefore, I know her. Given time zones, you might have actually been born at the, the exact same time. Twins. So, there's another queen here paying homage to the holy drugs. Um, which is their interpretation I do wonder of holy if, couture. I do wonder if Rue's going to go like, mm, this is a bit off theme as, as there are more girls who aren't strictly. But at least she's giving it this papal twist. Um, there is the kind of heavenly bodies reference. I mean, she looks stunning. She does look stunning. Um, it's a bodysuit that's been augmented with the overskirt, the coat and the hat. So I'll give her a pass on it being another bodysuit. I love suit. this look. I love this look. I think she looks really, really great. The, I love the emerald green color and she is so pretty. Lady Kingdom's coming up as um, Scary Spice. Let's be real. It's only it's Scary Spice. Yes. So she talks about it being a conglomeration, but I only see Scary, yeah. really. Now, I think this is the one that's veered furthest away from the theme. I think, all right, I can kind of get on board with the other girls talking about, like, drugs enhancing their spirituality and stuff. And, like... Um, but this one... Um, this one reads, oh, I had the costume, I made it fit the theme. Yeah, because we know she's a Spice Girls fan. Absolutely. And like the hair with the horns and um, the, I mean, the, the the look is a reference to Melby's kind of like iconic kind of lime green uh, leopard yeah. print kind yeah. of look, isn't it? Which is so recognizable, but she's made it pink. I guess you see the Union Jack thing that's a vague allusion to Jerry. She struggled when she got to Posh because she's like, it's Posh attitude. And it's like, and it's a Mel C kick. And it's like, mm, okay, well, that that's not a thing. It's a stretch. Yeah, yeah. It's a reach. She's um, reaching. I think this is a lovely look, but I th- I think this is wildly off theme. I yeah. really do. Okay. So it's a I, no for you. Yeah, I mean, she looks great. It's just, it's too much of a stretch for me. Yeah. I can get on board with Willow and George's interpretations. So it's a cut. Next <laughs> up, we've got Bosco wearing something that I've, it's lingerie. I really, like, I was waiting to see this. Now, Bosco says, now, I can forgive her because at the time this was recorded, we probably hadn't seen it on Drag Race, but she says she's the first habit reveal on Drag Race. But having seen Drag Race Canada season two, they did a Heavenly Bodies runway and they had two habit reveals in the same episode. Do you remember? Yes. It was Kendall Gender and Pythia. Yes. Both had similar kind of like none into satanic looks. Um, I like this a lot in the sense that I think is really on theme. It's very Bosco. I mean, they might be getting to the point where they're going to start criticizing Bosco for wearing too much lingerie, but there we go. I, I think she looks fantastic. I love a sexy nun. I love a sexy nun. In terms of like a direct fashion reference, this has been done a lot on different runways. It's been done by Dior. It's been done by um, uh, Moschino. I mean, it gives me like Madonna vibes. She's done that. Um, Gaga did it in the Judas, not Judas, Alejandro video. Um, and also I remember watching a video of Pearl pre-Drag Race and like she had a whole, um, sexy nun reveal thing into lingerie. I think the sexy nun has been something that's done over and been done over for many, many years before drag. It's just been like the idea of yeah. a nun, a purity. Yes, yes, doing yes. the complete opposite. It's nothing new. It's the whole Madonna whore complex, isn't it? 
the Madonna of purity and the whole, the, you know, the, this kind of like um, very chauvinist idea that a woman can't embody different elements and they have to be one or the other. But then it happens w- within within kind of like the sexy nun idea, I guess. Who had your favourite look on the stage? One only. One. Um, ooh. I, I can choose. My favourite look was probably, I would say... Do you know what I'm going Jasmine to... Kennedy. Before the reveal. Yeah, Jasmine looked great. I'm actually going to go for Bosco. I just think it was very slick, chic. Not original, necessarily, but she did it well. It's sleek, it's, sh- it's chic, and it's cool. And she, she did it well. I also like diabetes. And I really love George's look. Dia looks good. I love Deja's concept. George's looks really good, actually. Mm. I just George's think Camden so wildly missed the theme. She just made an outfit fit. No, she did it. Yeah, she made an outfit fit. She had mm-hmm. the outfit. Now, we all know that it doesn't matter what this runway says. The winner this week is... Yeah, yeah. Is Lil really, John. Really is. Okay. Who is lip syncing tonight? It's really, really hard to say who is the worst. It's some combination. I do believe it should be everyone else. <laughs> I think... I think this is the mother tucking. We've only seen that game. once before. This is a, you get we gave forgive we gave forgiveness for season two because they they did not know they know not what they do, Father. <laughs> they know not what they do. Very unseen, season very good. two. This is season fourteen. They know exactly what's going to happen. They know exactly what kind of questions are going to come. They know exactly how to prepare for it. It hasn't changed at all since season two. So they should all lip sync, is what I feel. The only girls who I would suggest should be safe slash high are Daya, um, Deja, and probably Camden. Although her runway look really actually should mark her down because it's so wildly off theme. I want to say Vingeria, just because... Because we love her. Yeah. Well... (laughs) <laughs> and her runway look is very, very good, actually. Yeah. It's a great take on the theme. I want to save... Okay, I get to save one person. I'm saving Angeria. I'm saving Willow. Okay, cool. So <laughs> everyone else, everyone else needs to lip sync. Let's have a look. Okay. okay, first of all, let's just... We have not... We just got the judging. Congratulations to... Deja Sky. Deja Sky for winning. And finally, Deja. Finally, really happy yes. for you. And like I said... Everyone else is lip syncing. I, you know what? I, I, I was like, have you seen a spoiler? I, Did you I see haven't watched any spoilers. I don't need to watch spoilers. My opinions are always do you, my do own. Do you have a psychic gift? Tom, they said I was bad. No. The writing was on the wall. It was bad. The writing was on the wall this episode because they set up a real kind of like, everybody sucked kind of thing. But the thing is, Rue is now saying that seven, we've never had seven girls lip sync before. We've had six. This is amazing because I really enjoyed the season eleven. Their, their lips, they did it too. I'm so waiting chaotic. for tonight. J Lo waiting for tonight. I thought it was so good. Put, they did the whole split screen, and it was amazing. Poor Honey Davenport, by the way. Oh, but here it is. Honey Davenport was overcome. I just with had emotion. to let everyone know that they are, like I said, everyone is lip syncing, and I cannot wait to watch this lip sync. Okay, um, so let's just rewind a bit because RuPaul's <laughs> just dropped another uh, bombshell. Yes, they are going to be lip syncing, but not this week. It will be next week. So we've got another week of nobody going home. Oh my God. And I don't even know how they're going to organize like seven girls doing a lip sync Lollapalooza thing. It's, it's, I mean, I, I look forward to it. It's, it, it's interesting. I'm interested. 
They've, they've piqued my interest. How did this even happen? How Was this already in the schedule for a lip sync? No, because they couldn't have known how bad the Snatch Game was unless they had like a spare episode and they thought, right, if we've got an episode where everyone does trash, we're going to do a Lollapurusa. The only other thing is that they could have a double elimination further down the line. My wonder is... Are they going to be sending the loser of each lip sync home? This is the thing. I don't understand how they do it with seven girls because you'd have like two girls, maybe like a two and a two and a three. A two and a two and a three. But then you can't send three girls home. Is, is that what they're going to do? And then it's the finale. <laughs> well, it will make sense because it's, it's episode 11 next week and there's still one, two, there's still eight girls. And then bring back June Jambalaya. So it would make sense for a season for episode eleven for the at the end of the day for there to be four queens. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm I'm gooped, I'm gagged. Um, Rue's done her job. I'm interested. I'm looking forward to next week. The thing is, we poured a drink for nothing. Yeah, <laughs> we, we after that big revelation. Well, not for nothing. I'm going to drink my drink. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a little dental, but it's believable. <laughs> um, <laughs> we went after after the announcement. They were like, "Oh yeah, it's going to be you know, it's going to be another season eleven. Mm. There's going to be a seven ways lip sync." We paused. We rushed to the kitchen. Mm-hmm. We made ourselves. What did you pour you? Well, just a Graham Norton Sauvignon Blanc, but a large. Glass, I will yeah. say, <laughs> and I'm, I made me a new drink. I made me um, a double shot of um, vodka passion fruit, uh-huh, a double uh-huh. shot of um, what's the other, the peach schnapps, and then um, I and I put in some uh, pineapple juice, some lots of ice, and uh, topped it off with pineapple juice. It's a strong drink. Sounds a bit like a sex on the beach, yeah. maybe. Oh yeah, by the so I am drinking this week. Slash I know last, martini. I know last week I said I'm not drinking, but this week you know I just thought maybe I have a uh, 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 drink because. <laughs> A uh, four shot drink. Yeah, don't judge me. We've all been there. We've all been there. Um, look, you got to have to, you have to join us next week because you know I'm gonna be enjoying these lip syncs and I can't wait to decide and to judge and to look at these performances. Season fourteen is giving us the twists and the turns, and the reality is next week we could lose a front runner. Runners. Well, it depends how many they're sending home because like there's a chance Willow or Angie or Bosco could go home. Let's have a look. Craziness yeah. to me. Make Craziness. sure to join us. Um, thank you to everyone for listening. Make sure to watch. Our, um, send us a review if you can. So thank Brent. Thank you very much. We do love a review. Um, follow us on our social medias. That's Twitter and Instagram. But that's us for now. We'll see you guys next week. This is Bolo. And Dr. Tom. We'll see you later. Lots of love, guys. See you soon.